Hey, good morning, everybody. It's uh, Monday, June 8th, 2020, 7.47 a.m. Um, gonna keep it really tight this morning. I know uh, we said we were gonna keep it tight last week, and we didn't, but we're going to. Um, all right, let's talk about Friday. Um, obviously, massive moves in uh, all the U.S. markets, um, you know, driven largely by those jobs numbers, um, those fake jobs numbers. Uh, according to claims, um, on Friday by the government, uh, jobless rate dropped from 14.7% in April to 13.1% in May. Um, some issues with that, though. Uh, you know, when I saw that number come out, uh, obviously the market just ripped on it. Um, I was thinking to myself, how, why, this can't be real. Are they looking at a different segment of the population than, than what I'm looking at? Or, or are they not looking around? Um, but basically what happened is, they they reported the numbers wrong. Uh, there were notes in the documents that basically outlined what the real numbers were, and the government decided to just kind of not take those into account. So they lied to you, and they gave you a wrong number, uh, but the market didn't care, and it ripped. Um, furloughed workers weren't counted. 15% um, fewer businesses reported uh, than they typically do. Um, chronically unemployed and discouraged job seekers weren't counted in that number. So, you know, between the seven or eight economists that I've read over the weekend and, and their estimates and they're accounting for all of those factors that weren't mentioned in that 13.1% figure, you know, real unemployment, according to those folks, um, they uh, are a lot smarter than me. They're a lot well-versed, a lot better versed in economics than I am. You know, we're talking about people from MIT, labor stats professionals from, from you know, formerly from the Fed, uh, who work in private institutions now. Um, you know, the real number is probably between 16 and 20%, uh, 16% on the absolute best. Uh, and rosiest estimate, and I, I saw estimates from really smart people out there that were up to 22%. But the market said 13%, right? Because the government said 13%. So it's got to be true. Um, so why not move, you know, three, you know, th three whole percentage points up for the Dow and 2.6% in the S&P and 2% for the Nasdaq? Um, as we look, uh, as we look at, at futures right now, they're uh, they're green as well. Uh, looks like nobody cared over the weekend. They probably went out partying, celebrating all those fresh, new, earned and deserved gains from Friday. Um, keep an eye on that. It's going to come back to bite people in the ass. Who knows? Maybe it won't. Maybe we're just going to live uh, infinitely in fantasy land here, banana land. Who knows? Um, a joint NBC and Wall Street Journal poll that was published uh, showed that four four out of five Americans think the country is out of control. Uh, with only 15% thinking that things were okay. Uh, people are concerned about the spread of the virus, economic concerns, uh, as well as political division and, and kind of social uh, and civil unrest. Um, tropical storm Cristobal weakened over the weekend uh, after it made landfall uh, in Louisiana. Uh, however, it did shut down about 33% of the Gulf crude platform. So um, output of crude in the Gulf is down for those oil and gas monkeys out there watching. I'm sure you already knew about that. Um, OPEC also keeping in line with energy did meet uh, over the weekend. They extended their production cuts through the end of July. They're going to keep um, updating that on a month-to-month -month basis. So, you know, they're just trying to stay relevant. They're trying to flex their geopolitical nuts. Um, who knows? You know, I think uh, the market doesn't give a shit anymore about little things like OPEC. Um, and we have bigger issues on the political front at the moment. But I'll be curious to see... Uh, 
see what OPEC continues to do uh, as they try to remain relevant. Um, German industrial output numbers were out. They were down 18% in April. According to German economists, that was the worst on record. Uh, I don't know if they're counting kind of pre-war um, figures in that. I, I need to do a little more reading on that. But um, yeah, 18% uh, industrial output for Europe's largest economy is not a great thing. Um, they're hoping it will recover, but uh, they're, they're taking it pretty cautiously over there and reopening very slowly. Um, HSBC, uh, the bank that we talked about on Friday, the Opium War Boys, who have recently backed Beijing and their policy of Hong Kong, uh, have warned Boris Johnson about Huawei's reprisal um, for stricter import sanctions from the UK um, as kind of a whatever kind of retaliation for the virus getting out of China. I don't know. I'm not really uh, up on Boris Johnson's policy, but um, you know they're worried that that could cause a huge fallout in kind of Huawei shipping and phone sales in the UK. I don't know what that means. Maybe that means more Apple phones in Europe. I know the Europeans don't really love Apple and. Um, and Apple could grow in Europe, and Apple's share has kind of never really been meaningful over there, and it's been shrinking over the years. So uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens with that. All right. Uh, today, um, at the uh, time of recording, 7.50 a.m., uh, all three major U.S. indices are in the green. The Dow is up 75 basis points. The S&P is up 46 basis points. And the NASDAQ is, is flat. Basically, it's been flopping around this morning between red and green, but it's pretty much flat. Um, Euro stocks were down. FTSE was up. Asia's been up across the board. Crude more or less unchanged. Gold is up. Um, please keep in mind when we're thinking about markets, we always need to think about perspective. Uh, year to date, the NASDAQ is up 9.38%. That's right. You heard me right. The NASDAQ is up 9.38% on the year. Um, the S&P is only down 1.4%, and the Dow is only down 5%. Um, so, you know, for all you buy the dippers out there, don't fucking at me, please. All right, so uh, rumors of merger talks between AstraZeneca and Gilead uh, are dominating the headlines on Wall Street this morning. Um, AstraZeneca's down pre-market, Gilead's up. Uh, that would represent a monstrous, monstrous deal. Uh, I think um, you know the combined market caps between those two companies are somewhere near about 300 billion, uh, maybe more. Um, but it's a huge healthcare deal. It's probably what you're going to hear a lot of people talking about today. Uh, who knows if there are synergies between those two companies that could allow for the arrival of a vaccine. They might be trying to use that as uh, a little bit of a smokescreen to get that uh, merger approved and avoid antitrust regulations. I don't know. I'm not an M&A policymaker. I'm not an M&A advisor. I'm simply a humble observer of the markets. Um, you know, that's, uh, that's basically all we've got. We are going to go back in time and look at Today in History, brought to you by Encyclopedia Britannica. So today, on this day, um, the 8th of June uh, in 1504, Michelangelo's David was installed in Florence, um, one of the most iconic Renaissance pieces of art of all time. Uh, I'd be hard-pressed to find anybody who didn't, uh, didn't know what, what that was. Um, in, uh, in 1867, Franz Joseph was crowned the King of Hungary. Um, he was Franz Ferdinand's dad. Uh, Franz Ferdinand was famously the heir to the Austro-Hungarian Empire who was assassinated in Sarajevo. Uh, in 1914 by Gavrilo Princip, which is the event, kind of the catalyst that kicked off World War I, although uh, the nation was certainly um, quite tense heading into that. Uh, 1949, George Orwell published 1984, 
his classic warning against totalitarianism and uh, yeah, that was the book that introduced concepts as like Big Brother and the Thought Police, uh, which are just frighteningly more prevalent in everyday life. I'm waiting for the knock on my door from the Thought Police any day saying that they don't agree with what I'm saying, so I gotta go get re-educated someplace, or you know, maybe they turn me into newspaper pulp. Um, but that's, uh, that's where we'll cut it today. I said we're gonna keep it short, we're going to. I hope everyone has a wonderful day, and we'll talk soon, thanks.